Welcome to the Mesa Broad Podcast. Today we'll be hearing from Kirsta Halsad about her experience abroad in Koh Samui, Thailand. Kirsta was working as an assistant marketing director for a multi-million dollar food service company for years. High stress, sleeping with her phone, constantly dreading the next day. She was in and out of the hospital for an entire year with illness stemming from stress and anxiety. One day she woke up and said, enough. Then and there, she decided it was time to find a career that made her happy inside and out. So she wrote down things she was passionate about, travel being number one. Once Kirsta realized she needed a job that allowed her the opportunity to travel, she researched jobs that could provide her with a remote lifestyle and teaching came up. She looked into how to become an English teacher, found a TEFL school in Thailand, which was TEFL World, quit her job and never look back. Today, your goal is to take something out of this conversation to help you begin your life abroad. So if you're ready, let's go. is awesome. I love, love, love this country. It is the hottest time of the year here right now. So I've been struggling a Mm -hmm. bit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) It's about 90 degrees and 100% humidity. So I always urge my students to bring towels, fans and water when they teach. But besides the humidity and the heat, it is absolutely lovely. Oh, yeah, that's nice. The heat can make things a little bit miserable you know exactly uh, (laughs) there's other things that make it better you know which is great so air conditioning (laughs) yeah ac hello that sounds good to me um all right so we're gonna get into the first topic which is skills and experience and i want to talk about this first with you particularly because you have a unique background that i want listeners to hear about just so they can get a better grasp on your transition Um, what made you want to teach internationally Well, actually, the funny thing about it is I never wanted to teach internationally. It was never on my radar. It was never something that I thought about doing. I was an assistant director of marketing for a huge multimillion dollar company in California in America. And Mm -hmm. I had that career for about 10 years. It was super stressful, super rough. And I just woke up one morning and thought, I need to change the pace of my life. What can I do to make a change, to become a happier person and to really feel like I'm living my best life? Mm -hmm. And I immediately went to Google and thought, okay, Kirsta, what are your passions in life? Let's start there. And travel is my number one passion in life. I love traveling. And So I Googled travel and how to get a job traveling and a couple different things came up. And at the top of the list was teaching English abroad. And I went, oh my gosh, why have I never heard of this before? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, it just never came across my radar and I have a journalism background. And so I thought, oh my gosh, this is beautiful. So I looked into it. And the more I learned about it, the more I realized it fit me perfectly. And so 
I ended up quitting my corporate job and I came to Thailand to take a TEFL teaching English as a foreign language course and fell in love with teaching. And now it is going to be the career that I have probably for the rest of my life. Wow, excellent. And I empathize with you on the point of changing professions. I was in sales and it's just that grind of feeling that every day I'm going to work, I'm just not satisfied. The money was good. But, exactly. You know, but what am I doing to become, a, like you said, a happier human? And exactly. The money was would only make me happy to a certain point. So uh, that's kind of why I transitioned into teaching. So um, exactly. And, yeah. I just felt like I never really made an impact on people's lives in the way that I wanted to. And teaching allows you to do that. And it's a beautiful thing. And I'll never go back to the corporate grind. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I will either. Yeah, I get it. Um, so how did you get your current job? Well, my current job, so I'm, I'm, my job is a little different. I train teachers mm-hmm. um, or I train students to become teachers. So I um, I work for the TEFL school that I went to here in Thailand. Okay, nice. Um, I had come here for school in August of 2017, so last year. The lead trainer at the school and I became very good friends. And I, after my course here, I left to go, go back to America. And when I did that, he said, Kirsta, I want you back here in Thailand. I really think you would be a good trainer. And I thought long and hard about it as I went back to America. The only reason I went back to America was to sell my stuff. I I knew this is what I wanted to do. And so I went back to America, took about a month, sold my stuff. I opened an international banking account. I said goodbye to my friends and family. Mm -hmm. And I got an offer two days uh, into my return to America from my trainer. And he said, Kirsta, I really want you to come out and work for TEFL World is the name of our school here in Thailand. Okay. And he said, I I want you to come back here and help me and join our team. And I couldn't pass up the opportunity. It was too good. That's an excellent twist, really. I haven't heard of anybody going into the training field. It sounds like you went to TEFL to teach English, essentially. Right. Um, But it turned into another experience that sounds like it's just as rich for you teaching adults. Yeah, it is. And, you know, that's part of this journey that you go on is you don't know where you're going to go with your teaching career. And that's Mm -hmm. beautiful. Um, It's part of the adventure that I love. And the nice part about my career is I did miss the teaching because I miss having that impact, especially with children. Mm -hmm. So current job, the hours are so flexible that I do have a second job uh, tutoring outside of my temple school. Nice. So I get to do both. It's amazing. That's great. People often think that teaching is a profession where you're just going to become a teacher and stay in the classroom for the rest of your career. But there are so many different avenues that you can explore that it's really interesting in that way once you step your toe into the water. Exactly. So with your current job for TEFL World and with tutoring, did you need any previous teaching experience or a college degree? I did need a college degree. And here in Thailand, mainly, if you want to teach English, you do need a college degree. Now, there's a million ways to work around that. And I see students come in all the time without them that get jobs right away. So I don't want to 
tell your listeners that you can't do it because you absolutely can. Mm-hmm. Um, but for my job, I did need a college degree because I am training people. Yeah. But there's workarounds all over Asia for people that don't. And our students, they range in age from 18 to – we had son in our course uh, last month. He was 78 years old, bless his heart. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I mean, you know, there's really no boundaries when it comes to teaching English. <laughs> I'm telling you. You could, I mean, at that point, you could retire and pick up yeah. another pick up <laughs> another profession, really. It uh, sounds like. Exactly. <laughs> all right, that's excellent. I think that's great for our listeners to hear. All right, so we're going to move on to the next topic, which is traveling. Can you tell me a little bit about your experiences traveling? I know we talked previous that you've been to about 16 countries. But tell me about your previous experiences traveling and how those compare to how you've traveled since you've been teaching. Sure. Um, Well, yes, I've been to about 16 countries now. I've traveled since I was small. My parents raised me traveling all around America. So I've been to every single state in America. So I grew up with the travel bug and I do a lot of solo travel, mainly because usually I can't get my friends to commit to long lengths of time outside of America. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But this is my first time in Asia. I've done South America. I've done Europe. I've done Canada and Mexico. So this was my first jump into Asia. And the culture here, it's beautiful. And the people here are so kind and money goes far here. It's very cheap. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a lovely, lovely country. Thailand is just beautiful. And the nice part about living and working in Asia is everything's so close together yeah. and cheap to navigate. So I can do weekend trips to Vietnam per se and spend just under $200. It's amazing. Wow. A trip under $200. That's uh, almost unheard of. Even you don't you, get that you know. often. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. And I've never been to Asia, but I, I do a lot of Instagram stuff and I see all these from Thailand and it's so beautiful. Just like everything from the water to the mountains, to the statues and things. It's pretty amazing. I it's lo- crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it literally, it, it takes my breath away every day. Every day I drive on my little scooter to work. Get, mm-hmm. um, I live on an island in, uh, it's Koh Sami in Thailand. And okay. I drive the ring road, which goes around the, um, the ocean and the ocean's so blue here. It just literally like, it just takes my breath away. It's gorgeous. Wow. wow. That's amazing. Um, so what do you miss most about home? So what is, what is a home comfort that you miss most? Well, mostly my friends and my family. I yeah. mean, that's the yeah. hardest part about doing this. And it was just so weird because I always just traveled and now I'm living abroad. So it's different. Mm-hmm. You know, um, when I boarded the plane to come here, I had that moment where I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know when I'm coming back. And I still don't know. I've been in Thailand now for about four months and I'm definitely going to be here for another six. So Mm -hmm. the gap in time of seeing my friends and family, it is hard, but thanks to technology, you know, I can FaceTime with them and still see them. And I feel like I'm a part of their lives, even though I'm on the other side of the world. So, (laughs) yeah, that uh, technology and I talk to a lot of people about this, but it does make the world seem a bit smaller. 
So speaking of your family and friends, how did they feel about you teaching abroad? Everyone was honestly so supportive because they know how I live my life and they know that I'm such a passionate person about travel and helping others. And so this, this career and this way of life just, it fit me. And Mm -hmm. I had so many of my best friends go, why did it take you so long, girl? (laughs) Sure. And, um, (laughs) I actually, I was sitting funny story, sitting in the parking lot, uh, at work the morning that I quit my job. Um, and I was on the phone with my mom and I said to her, you know, mom, I, and she knew I had been so unhappy and struggling, Mm -hmm. struggling with, with just life and the meaning of it and what I'm doing here on this earth. And she said, Kirsta, you know, I think you just need to change your life. And I said, funny, you should say that mom, because I think I'm going to move to Thailand and teach English. And I didn't know how she would handle it. Uh And her response was Kirsta, you were meant to travel and help others. And I couldn't think of a better opportunity for you. You go do it, go and quit that job and live your happiest life. And she's like, I'll support you every step of the way. So I have the most supportive friends and family. Yeah, that's great. And it's beautiful to have that support, just them knowing that sometimes if you're not happy, it's more than just a small change that needs to to happen. Exactly. Yeah. And the thing is, I just want everyone to know that anyone can do this. It really, it does take an initial chunk of you have to get over the fear of doing it and changing your life. But once you do it and once you do this, I guarantee you, you'll be happy. I just want your listeners to know how amazing mm-hmm. teaching abroad is and what a great opportunity it is to, to do things you never thought you would do. And yeah. anyone can do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's why I'm doing this. That's perfect. But we are here with Kirsto. We're going to take a quick break. Next, we're going to talk about fitting in abroad, fitting in in Thailand. How's it going? We're going to talk about what a typical workday is like. And then we're going to talk about money. This is Mesa Broad. We'll be right back. Listen what your mama say. And your papa say too Not everyone. Picking choose like you do. So we're going to get right into it, talking about fitting in abroad, kind of the, just the adjustment. What lifestyle changes have you had to adjust to living in Thailand? It's been kind of a seamless transition. The biggest nice. thing is that they drive on the opposite side of the road here Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> on the opposite side of the car. So I can't operate a car here because it's just too much for me. I so I'll end up driving um, into the sidewalk. I wouldn't know what to yeah, do. <laughs> So I I got myself a dandy little scooter and I scoot around the island, which is is lovely. So I think for me, uh, I have traveled enough that culture shock isn't a big deal, but Mm -hmm. the driving thing, kind of a big deal. (laughs) Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. So just driving 
So moving on, what skills and or mindset do you feel are essential for success teaching abroad? Number one, I just think you need to be open to adventure. Mm -hmm. Um, I think anything I would say to someone considering teaching abroad is you have to have a lot of patience. Yes. Um, The jobs can be challenging and just traveling in general. Things can go wrong at the drop of a hat and you just have to roll with punches and take life one day at a time. And I'm not kidding. Mm -hmm. Literally the way I look at life has changed for me now. I don't plan ahead. I don't think about next year. Mm -hmm. I just live day by day and it is such a stress-free way of living. Right. So yeah, that would be, that would be my feedback. (laughs) Yeah. I, I think that's great. And it reminds me of my mentality a bit as I've been into meditation for over a decade and pretty much all that is is mindfulness. And, you know, as you said, by living day by day, it takes you to being in the moment because you really don't know what's going to happen a year from now. You don't really know what's going to happen a week from now. So, you know, there there does take a certain amount of planning that goes into doing your job, essentially. But as far as the stress of, am I going to get this promotion to become management or am I going to get this or that in this amount of time? the time structures might change a little bit if you decide to be more adventurous in terms of just taking the the leap that you have. So um, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Just live in the moment. It's the best way to do things for sure. I totally agree. So what do you wish that you might have known about this transition to either teaching or living abroad that might help some of our listeners? I think the biggest challenge that I had and something that I wish I would have asked before I took my job is how often do you get paid? I only get paid and most of the jobs in Asia, you only get paid once a month Mm -hmm. and it's at the end of the month. So when you move here and you get your job, there's a full month where you're not going to have income. So you really need to plan ahead for that part because that was an eye opener to me. Yeah. And then another question that, you know, you should be mindful of is taxes. With every country, there's a different tax structure. Mm-hmm. So I would say ask, you know, when am I going to get paid? And then am I going to be taxed? Because then you have to figure that into your, you know, monthly income as well. So those that was the biggest challenge Excellent. for me when I moved here was going, oh, gosh, I have a, a month to live without getting paid. <laughs> yeah. Those are two major issues that might stop people from making that transition because it's just so confusing with especially like the ta- yes. the taxation and getting paid. When I was teaching in Denver, I got paid once a month, which is hard to manage, especially if you don't know that you are going to get paid once per month. So I, right. yeah, I think that's great advice. So we're going to talk what is work like. So can you describe a typical day of work for you? Sure. So at the beginning of our course, we we run four four week courses. So every month we have a new group of students come in. So okay. the first week we teach uh, grammar. We do a lot of lesson preparation. Okay. So we'll we'll talk about how to prep lessons for kids as well as adults because they're different ways of learning. Mm-hmm. Um, and I literally work nine to three. And then after I get off, I'll do some social media work for the company and yeah. 
run into my tutoring job and then come home. It's the easiest, most peaceful work day. And I'm never, like I said in the beginning, I'm never stressed. It's just easy because I'm doing what I love to do. So it's quite nice. And in weeks two and three, we actually take our students into the government schools, into resorts, and we let them teach. So they have hands-on experience before they go into the work field. Wow, that's great. And all that happens within a four-week time period? Yes. <laughs> that's excellent. It, it sounds like it, it really prepares you. It's just an accelerated way. I took a course where I got my certification in the States, and uh, it was kind of a dual program with a master's program, but it took almost two years. Oh, you know, my goodness. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> you can imagine the, the debt mounted. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm sure. Yeah. So... <laughs> I do think that you could learn so much in a short amount of time with hands-on experience. So it sounds like it's great, but are there any parts of the job that you find challenging? I think the biggest challenge about my job is you hit that roadblock where you think, I can't do it. So the biggest Mm. challenge for me is telling them and reassuring them that you can do it. Anyone can pass this course and it's all in how you get over the hurdle of the roadblock. So it's kind of a challenge for me, but it's also a great opportunity to grow them as a student. So there's really nothing that I don't like about my job. So (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah. So, I mean, not only does it help them, but also it, it helps you as a leader to in your leadership skills. Exactly. So Also, you know, again, another chance where you're personally growing and where back in your marketing job, there were probably ways to grow, but it wasn't as impactful as it might be. Exactly. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's not Mm -hmm. the same. Yeah. Not the same. Right. (laughs) Totally. So we're going to move into the last topic, which is money. The question is, does your salary allow you to live comfortably um, where you are? You know, I've changed my lifestyle since I've moved here. I live Mm -hmm. a very simple, easygoing life. So I don't buy expensive things. I don't spend a ton of money on things that just aren't necessary anymore. So yes, on my salary, I live an amazing life. It's just a simple life. Um, Mm -hmm. But I don't ever question, oh, can I afford dinner tonight? Can I can I take a trip this weekend to the Engthong National Marine Park? Yes, right. I can. I'm okay. Now, I do live paycheck to paycheck. I'm not saving on the backside. But mm-hmm. right now, I'm okay with that. I think if I want to start saving, I'll do some online teaching to support my income. But right sure. now, I just... I'm just happy with just getting by. <laughs> yeah. I was making more money as a in sales, but then again, still in the state where, where I was at, things were so expensive and this culture in sales of trying to keep up with everybody else. So you're spending and spending. Exactly. And so it's a whole culture that's different in teaching abroad, which I think you touched on. That wraps up our conversation for today. Kirsta, thank you so much for your taking the time to speak with me. I know it's early in the morning where you're at. so <laughs> <laughs> No problem. And I just wanted to say, if anybody um, wants to follow me on Instagram, it's just Kirsta, my first name, K-I-E-R-S-T-A. Mm-hmm. And I just post a ton of pictures. And if anyone uh, wants to get in touch with me about my TEFL school, 
feel free to send me a direct message on Instagram and I'll get right back to them. Uh, that's excellent. I will leave links in this blog post for people who want to get in contact with you. Uh, I'm following Perfect. you on Instagram. It's an uh, excellent feed. It really does give you an inside scoop on Thailand. And, you know, just uh, just enjoy following. That was Kirsta Halseth. I'm Mesa Broad. Follow me on Instagram at Mesa Broad. And if you're interested in seeing how you can teach abroad or work abroad, go to my website, mesabroad.com, fill out the contact form, and I will send you a free copy of my Guide to Teaching Abroad ebook. All the information is on the site. You are capable of more than you think. Don't let anyone tell you different. I'm Mesa Broad, and thanks for listening. Not everyone